Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show right here on a Tuesday on WDEV, AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. I want to welcome in now former UVM Hoops coach Tom Brennan. TV, before we get to the game, I want to put a bow on the previous discussion that I was just having here. So Josh McDaniels, Patriots offensive coordinator, he just became the new head coach of the Vegas Raiders. And in doing so, he took three Patriots staffers with him to Vegas. If you are a head coach who has an assistant leave for his own job, and then he takes some of his, your other coaches with him. How do you feel? Well, it's a, it's a tough call. It's a really tough call, Brady. And, uh, and let's, not be too, let's not be too sure uh, that he won't be back in two weeks. You know, <laughs> he screwed a lot of people before. Guys took jobs and everything else, you know. So I, I don't know. I, I really, myself personally, uh, I, I'm a big Belichick fan and uh, obviously what he's done, but I've never been a big uh, McDaniel fan, and he he blew it up in Denver. He was terrible in Denver. Uh, so I don't think there's any reason to think that uh, he's going to save the world out there in Vegas. But that being said, uh, you really have to be secure in your own skin to say, go ahead, take whatever you need, take what you need from the pantry. But on the other hand, you never want to um, – uh, keep guys from advancing in the business. So it's kind of a tough call. And if you're, if you're Belichick, you know, he'd, he'd have a, you, <laughs> you know, Brady, he's got to have 35 guys <laughs> that would want to be a, what, what do they call them? Not assistants now, administrative guys or whatever the hell they call them. <laughs> you know, he's going to have a lot of guys that would do that. So I don't think he'll, he'll ever uh, hurt for getting good coaches, but uh, it does break you up a little bit. There's no doubt about it. And, uh, and uh, you know, so now we'll see, uh, how far, how fast Mac can come along if he can come along as fast as uh, as uh, cool Joe Burrow did. <laughs> well, a good end to that discussion. <laughs> now let's get to the game itself. Last night, UVM loses first time in the conference season. They're now twelve and one. They lose seventy five seventy four overtime on the road at Hartford. They're still going to win the conference in the regular season. They're still going to be the top seed in the America East tournament. So, how do you view the loss? Is it a relief that you're not chasing perfection? Is it the sky is falling? Is it somewhere in between? I think it's in between. Uh, I don't think there's any, uh, certainly certainly not the sky is falling. Uh, I think this team is, has been so good for so long that I don't think one, uh, one loss is, is going to affect them at all. Uh, the only pressure that, um, that our guys are going to feel, uh, and, and obviously we killed for it back in the day, and you wanted it whenever you could get it, and that is home field advantage. So we're going to have – Three at home, it appears. It'd be yeah. very, very difficult for that not to happen. And if we're playing uh, as we are capable of playing and we get everybody healthy, uh, we're going to win those three games. I don't think there's uh, uh, a lot of people that, that don't believe that. But that being said, every year we know somebody goes to the damn tournament with, at 14 and 19 or, <laughs> you know, one of those got hot for three days. So we are – but we are, we are a tough team. We are tested. Uh, I don't think it's going to be an issue uh, as long as we can get, of course, uh, Finn and uh, and Ryan Davis back. Yeah, I was going to ask you about them. You played that game last night without Finn Sullivan, who got injured against Albany. You played for the second straight game without Ryan Davis, the reigning conference player of the year. How worried are you right now about their health, especially Davis? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly <laughs> – I love Finn to death, but I'm worried more about Davis, to be yeah. honest with you. But uh, 
but I think he's going to be fine. I, I think it's uh, you know obviously the kid loves to play, so it's got to be it's got to be something that the reason he's not. And knowing, like I said, that we could have clinched it uh, on, on this week, uh, that you know, so that scares me a little bit. But my my sense is, Braid, if he gets the rest a week, ten days, whatever it might be. Uh, you know, and can come back healthy and ready to go for the playoffs, then uh, then I think that'll be a good thing. And I, I think that's that's what is going to happen. And, and, you know, and again, we got we got the best all around guard and we got the best big man in the league. And if you got that, we got the best coach. So if you got that going for you, you're in pretty good shape. Uh, and that's where we are right now. You know, every broadcast that I listen to, every opposing broadcast I listen to doing a UVM game, the announcers always refer to Ryan Davis as the best player in the league. And the reason why is because he's the reigning conference player of the year. I'm really not sure that Ben Shungu is not the player of the year this year. Um, number one, I think he might be the best all-around player in the league. And then two, the longer Davis doesn't play, you know, how much does lack of ability to play the entire league schedule weigh into that kind of debate? You're right on it. I mean, it, it, it shouldn't weigh a great deal unless – a guy on your team has clearly emerged uh, as as who what you were last year, and that and Benny has done that. There's no doubt about it. Now Ryan's been great too. Can't take it away from him. Uh, but uh, I don't think there'd be anybody, certainly not in Burlington, uh, and I don't even know around the league that would say uh, if Benny got the MVP instead of Ryan, that they would say, "Oh, that man, how could that happen? That's not right." Uh, I, I certainly think he can become the MVP or could, could be the MVP easily, or it might even be co. I don't know if they'll do that, but, but they are to me now, you know, we got it. We got a whole court. That's what we need to do. But, uh, like I said, if you got the best players and the best coach, then you like your chances. Former UVM hoops coach, Tom Brennan with us here as always on a Tuesday on the Brady Farkas show on WDV. Hey, okay. That? What's up? What do you got? I can't believe I didn't open with this. We were nineteen and four. We lost to Hartford. The Cats were, right, nineteen and four, twenty and four, twenty and four. Lost to Hartford. That makes it was making me a little nervous. Just making me a tad nervous. Just let me say that. In what year are you talking about? You give me two thousand four or five. Okay. Won, <laughs> yeah, we won all those games in a row, and we were down. And I remember, I'll never forget. They had a kid named Charles Ford, and he would not shut up. And and then you had to go. Uh, a guy named Harrison was their coach, who's now at West Virginia. And so, but at Hartford, you have to, everybody has to go the same way, you know? So uh, into your locker room, it's a long walk and it's way in the back and way around. And so we had a walk back there with those guys and they were just chirping and overrated streak. Going, oh man. And not even so much that we lost the streak, but I will never forget that all, all how, how they rubbed our nose in it. And uh, we had to live with that, but uh, that being said, all's well that ends well. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I hope it's the same for our team. Yeah, if this loss to Hartford spurs the kind of year that you had in 0405 after loss to Hartford, I think everybody would certainly sign up for that. Um, TB, I got to ask you about the style of play last night. Davis doesn't play, so you're out the big man. I think UVM takes 60 shots last night. 32 of them are threes. And I'm thinking to myself, if we get into an NCAA tournament or a conference tournament game and Davis is, goes to the bench with foul trouble early in the first half, is this the kind of game that we're going to play with Davis not on the floor? Does that worry you to be that dependent from three, or is that just what you have to do if Davis isn't there? Well, I, yeah. First of all, you could make the argument that TB was coaching that team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was your style. It certainly was. And uh, and I, I just, you know, I put this in the aberration bucket. You know, I mean, we're a, what you know, we do what we do. In the first game, uh, Davis didn't play. And uh, and and ten years of Duncan's never a day of disappointment. That's that's my new theme. <laughs> ten years of Duncan's not a day of disappointment. And uh, so we get Robin in there, and he plays great. He like it was like magic against the Sixers. And uh, so you know, and I'm thinking, oh well, is that what we're gonna do? I, I don't really know. I I, I don't know what we're gonna do, but uh, we're not as we're not a good enough three point shooting team to rely on it. I think that's a safe way to put it. I mean, we're going to have our nights where we, you know, where we move it around and we get some open threes, but really where we, where we beat people in my estimation is we get five or six layups a game that are just boom, 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 lay. You know, we just do that every game or we get wide open 15 footers, not necessarily threes. We're, we're okay shooting the three. We're not certainly not a great three point shooting team. Oh, and let me ask you this: How about Cam Gibson back from the dead? Yeah, Isn't I was that gonna, amazing. You know, we've had six guys that have done that this year. I was going to ask you about Cam Gibson. Look, he had 18 points off the bench. He had five, or well, he started, but you know, like you said, kind of off the bench permanently where he's been. He had five threes yesterday, I believe. So, how do you handle his playing time moving forward? Because he's shown that he. I, let me tell you a great story. This is a great Cam Gibson story. Okay, after every game, I go in the locker room that we win. I go in the locker room and we, I, uh, I always say, uh, we beat those boys from uh, wherever. And then the kids all say, like, they stole something from our mama. Now, I've been doing it for eight, ten years, whatever it is. And, and they kind of, we've all kind of gotten into it. And, and so, but then what I do, a little secret, I go up and high five everybody. And I pay particular attention to the guys that play well. And I pay particular attention to the guys that didn't play particularly well, you know, just kind of get a read on them. And this kid is the first one. It, like they, um, Sullivan's on this side when I get to the end and Gibson is on this side and every game. And I say to him, we need you. You know, we're going to need you. We're going to need you. And, and he said, I'm good. I'm good. Don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. And every game I thought to myself, you know, it's just the way it is here. So we're going to need this guy to be good at some point in time. And sure enough, they put him in for, for garbage time the other day. He got like 11, 11 <laughs> points in two minutes, right? And the, uh, whatever the last home game was. And now he goes off last night. So uh, what, it, what it tells me is that, again, Becker has the touch where they, they, they're all bought in. And, you know, if you need me, I'm ready. And if you don't, okay, I'll live with it. So, uh, but Cam, and I watched that guy every time. And I thought, and he, he went like, didn't play at all, didn't play at all, didn't play at all. And I'm thinking, I'm reading him. I'm thinking, how is he? How's he? And he was just great. I was so impressed with him. And uh, and uh, it's great to see him come back around and, and be a big part of who we are. Because that'll be wonderful if he can do that down the stretch. Well, we'll see what happens. They're going to take on UNH coming up on Wednesday. It's a tough three games in five-day stretch all on the road. We knew it was going to be tough. You said last week that it was going to be a tough stretch. I thought last night had the potential to be a to be a speed bump for this team, and it ended up being just that. We'll see if they can rebound on Wednesday against the Wildcats as they finish off the three-game road swing. So former UVM Hoops coach Tom Brennan with us every single Tuesday. You're on the Brady Farkas show. TB, do you got a poem today or are we, uh, are we cutting you down? Next week. Next All week, right. I promise. All right. So, TB, we'll talk again in seven days. Poem All in right, hand. Boy. Thank you for the opportunity. Always love spending time with you.